You are listening to Series 1 of the National Studios Film and Music Podcast. In this season, we're focusing on the marketing side of independent music, the steps you can take to ensure a successful release and begin building a fan base in an authentic and organic way. In Episode 2, we'll be looking at release strategies for your music. Hello and welcome back. My name is Jack Kircher with National Studios and I'm joined again by... Alex and Maddie. Hey. Hello. Um, last episode, we talked a lot about PR and how marketing has changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But we kind of finished up talking about Spotify and playlisting and algorithm-based stuff. Um, I actually think it would be a really helpful place to start would be release strategy. Like, how do you release music? And then how do these services like Spotify um, and playlisting and algorithm stuff, how does all that work off the back of a good release strategy? So... Tell me about release strategies. Go for it. Cool. I mean, we think that releasing again has also changed massively. Um, singles seem to be the most popular way of releasing and seem to have the, the best effect. Um, especially with these streaming services, we find that it just gives you an opportunity again to work with the algorithm. It just triggers things. Mm. Um, and it also just works by just growing a fan base. Yeah. If you kind of have 12 tracks that you want to yeah. release as an album and then you're an emerging artist and you drop them, those, those 12 tracks are out there, but that's that. You can instead take those 12 tracks and release them over a year. You could do once a month, you could release over two years, do once every other month. And each release, you've got the potential to build your fan base, to yeah. get onto playlists. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's actually took people a while to adjust to the concept of only releasing one track. I think yeah. they still want to record a full album yeah. and, and put it out because that's how it's done, right? You yeah. record an album, put it out. However... Back when you were buying an album or buying someone's music, you'd feel like you're getting good value for money by yeah. going and buying a CD, which is a 10 tracks, and that's what you've got for your money. Nobody actually purchases music in that way anymore. However, yeah. artists haven't adapted, and they're still putting out yeah. albums as if people are buying it, but they're not. Mm. They're streaming it. So, yeah, I think we always say put out singles um, more regularly is a and better way of I think it's it. like you need to think, even from the, like, inception part or inception the right word but like the right beginning stage of when you're writing an album because yeah. like as an artist I would say but I've written these 12 songs and it's like a journey it's a, like mm. all yeah. of the but yeah. like actually for a lot of people that is the case so you want to really think about yeah. what is my single strategy with this like what parts of the story can I release at this earlier stage mm. um, because like you don't want to just do like you could do 12 song singles over a year mm. but at the same time you want to like value the integrity of the album you've done so yeah. you might be selecting yeah. like maybe the three or four that stand up really well on their own mm-hmm. and then you're like filling in the gaps of the story when you release the album yeah exactly yeah. and what can work so well is either releasing a few singles off an EP or an album throughout the year and then dropping the full product yeah you know by the time you're releasing the full thing that there's going to be an audience yeah. whereas if you're releasing them all at once you're literally dropping it into thin air you probably have quite a small fan base as it is so releasing that music to basically no one yeah. how do you expect to suddenly have a fan base if you're kind of drip feeding it away yeah. it builds the buzz builds the excitement and then by the time you're releasing the full product people will actually want it and it's in demand yeah. whereas before it's ne- it's not going to be in demand if you haven't kind of shown what you can give so i think that's why we found that singles are the best kind of release strategy to go down yeah and would that be us the same if you're releasing an album or an ep of say six songs yeah like it's always lead up with some singles mm-hmm. yeah. and spotify and apple music are really clever now you can do it as pre-releases you can mm-hmm. release it as a single then take it across to the album and all your figures across and stats mm-hmm. across so mm. 
Yeah. You say it works for both. Yeah, An argument definitely. we often get, which I find it difficult to argue with, is that sometimes you have to release as an album because you're telling a full story across all of your songs and they're all in, intertwined, mm-hmm. which I totally get. Yeah. Um, however, we come from uh, the world of music is now your content. So that is what you are putting out on a regular basis to your audience. You're mm-hmm. keeping things active and, and you really can't compete. There's with no that. reason why you can't like, if it's a, if it's, if it's a story and a journey, like mm. take people on that journey over eight weeks. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Like yeah. you've written eight songs, release one a week and yeah. have really strong film content to join mm-hmm. the pieces together and explain what you're doing to people. Mm-hmm. I think actually it can be like the arrogance of artists. And I include myself in this sometimes that you expect to be able to drop 12 songs and capture people's attention for an True. hour yeah. and for them to understand the journey. Like I think stuff I've seen done really well is when you do take someone on that journey of 12 mm-hmm. songs, but you also have like a documentary that explains what you're doing. It shows mm-hmm. how you've made it. It shows like the attention to detail you've got and how yeah. like you really value your art and craft. I think just dropping 12 songs, you might think, oh, I'm giving someone a story, but actually it's not valuing your own music mm-hmm. because yeah. you need... And it's, it's not giving you, you as an artist, you obviously feel like you're giving yeah. because you spend money and your time and all your effort and you put your heart and soul into this music, but you can't expect to people just to listen to it. You, you, you're not giving them something, you're taking their time. Yeah. And a full album is a lot of time and yeah. people don't have the, the time for that. Yeah. They don't have an hour to sit and listen to your music. They they have a car journey, mm. they have a walk to the shops. They they don't have that mm. hour to listen yeah, to your true. album. So, and that's something we were talking about the other day. Yeah. Like me and Alex after, after a show, we grabbed yeah. a beer. Like, Partly, like, music is really transient in how people consume it. Nobody mm-hmm. sits down just to listen to music now. Yeah. It's like, I'm in the car, I'm walking somewhere. As you're mm-hmm. saying, I'm, like, working. Like, it's always something that's competing with another activity. It's yeah. so rare mm-hmm. people listen and just go for yeah. it. Like, music is this transient activity. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're telling me, um, just in terms of, like, when you, you're you're taking something from someone if someone's listening to music. Like, yeah. tell me a little bit about yeah. that, because that was spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, an interesting concept that when you put so much time, money, and hard work into actually creating your music, when you eventually offer someone the opportunity to listen to it, then you think that you are giving them something. However, in actual fact, as an unheard of artist, you are taking from them, you are asking something from them, you are asking for three minutes of their time from their day. Mm, And I think um, three minutes in this era is a long time when you can go on Facebook or Instagram and you can just consume so much content in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that has completely changed the landscape of people's mentality now as well. It's the same with every part of your release strategy, not just the music itself. Um, It's the same as kind of releasing visual content. So if you've got a video, you can't expect someone to just sit down open their laptop and watch your video you Mm -hmm. you need to have a a reason for them to want to do that and it's the same with live live gigs if you've got a gig and obviously you're not getting paid so you think you're giving something but you're taking someone's Mm. time that's a whole evening out of their life like why would Mm. they want to do that you need to give them a reason to either listen to your music watch your video go see you and that is something that needs to be done kind of over time and that's why singles do seem to have the best Mm. impact because you're giving more and more and more over mm. kind of a long yeah. period of time. I think it's interesting what uh, Jack said earlier about being able to take people on a journey through the singles as well, because yeah. now you have so much available to you in terms of the content you can put out. Uh, you can 
take people on a journey through Instagram, Facebook. You can tell people what each song is about, what you're feeling, what went into it, release the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can go through that again. And then eventually you're building a complete story on yeah. your social media, which runs in parallel with the release of the music, mm-hmm. which again... Uh, can build just something more holistic anyway, yeah, taking people on a journey. Because mm. I think traditionally we call musicians artists. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's time for people to realize that how something that was done 40 years ago isn't how this music art form is now represented best. Mm-hmm. So an album isn't the best way to represent your music anymore. Yeah. Like you you need to get out of the box a little bit of just an album mm. yeah. and start thinking, actually, I can take people on this journey over eight singles and I can have all this film content and social stuff. Yeah. Like that's totally part of it. But we're, what I'm not trying to say is I'm not trying to devalue the creative process of writing mm. 12 songs. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just how you interpret giving that to people is what we're saying. Mm. Exactly, um, yeah. And like, we're not also saying people can't give three minutes of your time so your music isn't worth anything. I think like the worth of your music is whether you believe in it. And if you believe in mm. your music, people will get that mm. eventually just to go super cheese on that. Yeah, no, but it's true. Yeah, no. but it if is you're really not true. passionate about the music you're creating, it, it yeah. will be so apparent. Like we're talking about a friend of mine who did some Motown records and they were fairly successful, but she's like not a Motown artist. And it was mm. like a fun thing. Yeah. And like she then felt, I'm, trapped. I'm Motown, yeah. I'm a little bit yeah. trapped. Yeah. So just make music you believe in. And people mm-hmm. will eventually like put their time into listening to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and uh, also the Spotify algorithm will give you the chance as well. Like yeah. how many artists have you seen upload? Then one track uh, takes off because they've uploaded say four at once, and the other three get no attention yeah. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you release one a month, then you get the full attention on each track yeah. and each upload. And to if give you, you believe in story and songs, like people will come back in a month. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in like what you were saying with like what you offering to people, mm-hmm. like so, if someone listens to your song, you're taking three minutes of their time. Mm. You are also giving them a song that could be really powerful for them and they could really enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. I think what's interesting, trying to think like how how are you gonna convince someone to listen to something? Mm. I think the the way the algorithm based playlisting in Spotify, that's like the closest you can almost get to it because mm-hmm. that person like is receiving something because they choose to. And that's a really good platform for yeah. that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does um, make sense. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, if you if you just post something on social media, they're probably not going to click it. Yeah. They're probably not going to search you out. But it's when someone decides to listen to music, that's the best time to be discovered. Yeah, it's the, it's the they, kind they're of, trusting you. Yeah, in that moment. it's yeah. the persuading process that's probably the most difficult. And that's why kind of singles do work, because you may only need to have to do that whole kind of persuasion and marketing of the first single and that means you've got the exact same audience for the second yeah whereas if you kind of just release that full album immediately you have to work and work and work to persuade them to listen to this full thing which is it's so much harder because obviously it's it's a really long-winded thing to do (laughs) and it takes out a lot of someone's time so it is difficult because obviously as an artist you're creating something that you're passionate about and that Mm. you believe people need to listen to but you've also got to think about the person that's listening what are you actually providing them yeah yeah that's really cool. Well, I think next episode, let's like move. We said this on the end of the last one, but it's like the practicalities of Spotify and mm-hmm. the algorithm based stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, like you might know a bit more about release strategy now, and it's maybe not best to drop 12 songs. <laughs> yeah. And like to drip feed it and to get out of this traditional way of thinking of this is my album and here it is, and it's a CD. Like actually, you can completely change how the script is written on how you mm. release music, and you, if you partner with that and you decide to really commit to it, it can be a really powerful thing. Mm. So let's pick up next episode talking about the nitty gritty mathematical side of it, which Definitely. you really need to understand for a successful release. Cool. cool. Thanks for joining me, and see you guys next time. Bye.